last time on Out of the Forest. I'm sure you've heard in the news we've been dealing with uh, out-of-season fungal growth, and it's gone kind of rough. I'm sorry, I didn't realize it was, uh, it was so bad. I feel like we were just here not too long ago. You know something's going on, right? Like, there aren't normally this many police around a lake in winter. They found a body. Um, is there is there a problem? I mean, with the... Is there something wrong? Oh no, that's that's just like it's it's an alarm, but like it's for a minor thing. It's it's something to deal with upstairs. There's an issue in the bathroom. There's just water everywhere. I don't know what's real going on. I can lock the door with ice magic. Yeah, OSHA did not account for that. The world around you kind of twists and turns. Uh, somewhere in the distance, you can hear screaming. It feels right to tear out their flesh to 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 feel their blood on your face. And on one side of your vision, you see in the now, you see that woman's face lifeless in front of you. And sometime in the past, you see Isaac's face. Hello, and welcome to Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about it being the GM's birthday. For real. Birthday, Birthday boy! (laughs) But only on the day we're recording, because when this releases, it will absolutely be months from my birthday. Anyway, uh, we're currently playing Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. I am Chris, and I am your GM slash keeper slash birthday boy, and I am joined by my players. I'm Evan, and I play Baron. I'm Dominic, and I play Karen Nunes. I'm Jessica, and I play Enif. And I'm Alistair, and I play Isaac. And it's Chris's birthday! Yay! Yay! <laughs> Happy birthday to you! Enif, you pay no mind to the woman that you froze in a bathroom behind you. I never do. As, as you enter the stairwell of this office building, shortly as you begin to ascend the stairs... You hear much farther up, it's difficult to determine exactly how far up, uh, another door open and close after a set of furry... A set of hurried footprints. (laughs) A a set of furried hoofprints. Isaac? (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? A set of hurried footsteps, I think was the actual thing I wanted to say. Uh, leading up to a door opening and closing somewhere far above. Okay. And then it is silent except for your own footsteps as you go up the stairs. I think um, because Isaac and I are both magic, I'm going to try and do a sensitive to see if I can figure out where in this building he's at. That's fair. Uh that, that that may or may not give you information about that exactly, but you can certainly try. I'll give it a give it a chance. Um. <laughs> uh, as you kind of close your eyes and stop on the stairs and reach out to the second environment and get an eleven. Um. Yeah, I'll be kind this time. Technically so, sensitive does not have to be about what you're actually actively seeking. It's just feeling the general environment. Um. So here's the interesting part. Uh, 
just to remind me, Isaac, you had exited the seventh floor and went up to the eighth when we ended last time, right? Yes. No. Because he. No. Because he, well, I was. I was about to open the door to the floor where the Anderson Company is. We'll just say yes. That's that's, that's fair. Um, in any case, uh, yeah, you reach out and you sense a lot of things here just all around you there, there's just people in this there's a lot of people in this building and every every person has at least a little bit of a magical signature um so there's you just sense a lot of people in this building at first uh but then you kind of try and hone in on isaac uh through the closeness you share uh in order to detect exactly where he went and you sense uh the his trail but not him because as soon as you get to the upper five floors of this building, your uh, psychic senses are blocked. They just stop. And no matter how hard you try and reach out uh, through your your, your sens- sensitiveness to this sensitivity to this, uh, y- you cannot breach whatever is blocking you. But it uh, the, the the last traces of Isaac were near the eighth floor. Okay, well, I definitely know if it's blocked, there has to be some form of reason for it, so that's where I'm I'm going to be headed towards where my magic gets cut off. That's Like, the, the trail, where the trail gets cut off. Are you going fast, or...? Um, I, I will kind of, I will hustle, but I don't want to make too much noise, so hustle sneak, I guess. <laughs> hustle sneak. <laughs> hustle sneak. <laughs> Snuckle. Hustle sneak while climbing stairs sounds like not a thing that you you do especially successfully. (laughs) Um, What you manage is the hurry of someone who is late to work, but doesn't want to be completely out of breath by the time they reach their office. (laughs) Me every day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and eventually you do make it to the 8th floor where you last sensed Isaac's uh, trace. Uh, we are going to now jump to the other side of that door, probably about a minute ago, as Isaac enters these hallways. Isaac, you heard someone coming up the stairs from below you and decided to just duck into the first floor you knew uh, would have uh, presence of Anderson on it. Uh, what you find yourself in is a set of hallways not unlike the ones you viewed further below. Um, you know, basic, nondescript wall art of scenic verandas, uh, seats set around small tables with fake plants, a general air of drudgery. Mm. What are you doing? Um... I, I, the problem is I don't want to just open the door um, and be like, hey, it's me. Um, hey, it's me, Steve. The new temp. <laughs> yeah. Please let me in. Would you let me, um, if I open the door a crack, could I attempt to use telepathy to, if there's anybody, like, see if there's anybody around? I mean, you can certainly try. We might need to okay. do a, a couple rolls there, but for sure. Yeah, let me try that. 
um, because I think it's the most, like, investigative-type move I have besides just literally Mm -hmm. going through walls and things. Um, Yeah, let me try that. Okay, so I'm going to... I'm going to... I kind of even don't want to open the door if I can get away with it. Um, Can I try to press my ear against the door? You said there's no, um, like, fire windows, right? In the... Mm. I think that was about the doors in the stairwell. Yeah. Uh, I think the ones into the office, I think they've got like that kind of BR glass that's kind of fogged uh, around the door. And then the door has like a small window through which you can kind of glance in. Uh, That glass obviously has a a sign which is labeled, um, you know, Suite 801 uh, Anderson Investment Group. Okay. Can I do a brisk little stroll past the door Mm -hmm. um try to glance through the non-frosted window and see if there's anybody there you see a nondescript looking man in a uh in, in a crisp suit uh typing at a computer in what appears to be a small reception area okay um, can I attempt telepathy on him to read his thoughts? Yeah, sure. Um, go ahead and give me a investigate a mystery role, I believe is probably because you can use telepathy to either uh, manipulate a person or investigate a mystery, I believe is mm-hmm. how that works. 12. Dang. Uh, 12, yeah. So you get two questions off of that. They can either be phenomena or monster questions, and obviously any it's uh, can refer to, you know, this building or any other relevant details. Okay. Um, I almost feel like what's being concealed here is too obvious because it's the Anderson Company, which is a shell for the agency. Um. Let me try maybe what happened here. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, you kind of poke and prod into this person's mind, trying to figure out like anything that's happened recently. Um, and you find that this person has um, received a phone call from the receptionist downstairs, mentioning that some sort of alert was happening. Uh, and that he had to immediately send an email to his direct supervisor mentioning that the um, the the intrusion alert went off and to enact uh, plan B57 B5-71 B571 That um, is a random assortment of letters and numbers you uh, do not necessarily need to remember it <laughs> Don't look into it Okay <laughs> That's what he wants us to think. Write it down. Write it down. B for Baron. And you get one more question. Yeah. He wouldn't know information necessarily about what the plan meant. Can I gather that? If I were to ask, um, like, what was it going to do? Hmm. Would that give me information about what does the, the plan B571 do? Um, this person doesn't seem to know the full breadth of it, but the basics appear to be um, something of a minor lockdown um, 
like no no visitors are allowed during b5-71 and um all sensitive documents are meant to be locked up uh for the duration of the uh the event as it were okay i'm so upset that I don't have my phone with me because I can't text this information to Enoch. Sorry. <laughs> a lot. As you begin, let me finish chewing this delicious, delicious fry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so As delicious. you reach out, you see the uh, receptionist look confused and kind of hold at his head and you, as you kind of pass by, uh, he looks out the window and does not catch you. Uh, but he definitely has noticed something, uh, because you can't just freely invade people's minds. Okay. Not even on a 12. Um, I think I that might... That's not how that works, unfortunately. <laughs> I think um... I might go back to the stairwell. That's fair. Uh, you begin heading back to the stairwell. And as you get there, the uh, handle begins to turn. Is there a little, like, alcove or a little sitting area that I can go kind of duck yeah, there's into? Yeah, like there's, like, a bend you can kind of swif- switch around and hide behind a fake plant. Yeah, let me go hide behind a fake plant. All right. Uh, Enif, you enter through that door. Uh, there's no one in the halls as far as you can see. Um, And it just looks like a regular hallway. And it's very office-like. Mm. Um... I am going to open up my third die and see okay. what I can find up here and kind of figure out why, like, the trail is blocked. What? Wait, yeah, so, give me that, uh... hold on. Before I do that, mm-hmm. when I opened the door, did that bring the trail back or was it, or is it still blocked? Um, you are currently not reaching out to the second environment as well, but, like, you you do uh, I I'll I'll give you this um you do kind of sense that Isaac has been here suddenly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm definitely opening up my third eye. All right. Give me that uh, read a bad situation roll. Boop. There's a thirteen. Which then gives you four questions. Uh, to your third eye. Yeah, and I get to see invisible things. That's fair. Uh, the first one is definitely going to be what's the best way to protect the victims? Victims being Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a victim here. <laughs> you take a look around uh, and you don't notice any anything that would make a victim of Isaac. Uh, the door opened freely and you can only assume it would open freely in the other direction. So if you consider Isaac being here, him being a victim, the best way to protect him would just be to, to leave. And it would be pretty easy to. Just leave him, or no, leave with him. No, leave with him. Like you guys can just, if you find him, you can just walk out the door. Okay. Um, and if I look around, I can't see him. Uh, we'll run that as one of the. Um, you can take one of my questions. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, you you find the trail, and it seems like he might be somewhere. There's like a, a the 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 hallway turns off, and it seems like he might be around there. Okay, I'm gonna I'm plant. gonna creep around the corner and save my twos, two other ones until I get to him. You get to him. He's uh, hiding pretty poorly behind a fake plant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's like super obvious. 
All I could think of was the spaghetti. <laughs> um, Isaac, what what are you doing here? Oh, Enif, I didn't realize that was you. Did you just come up the stairs? I was looking for you. Yeah, I, I, sorry, I thought maybe I could sneak up through the bathrooms, um, and try to see a little bit, you know, up here, around, kind of, like, gestures at the floor that they're on. Um, how did you get up? Um, I, (laughs) (laughs) there was a bit of a flooding in the bathroom, and I used it as a distraction (laughs) to come up here, so. Uh Uh-oh. Yep. Uh, we'll leave it at that. (laughs) Um. Is there... You clogged the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there a reason you came up to the eighth floor? I mean, that's a lot of floors to skip over. Um, Just jumped really high the first time. Really, I, I overjumped <laughs> I overestimated. it. <laughs> I mean, the receptionist said the Anderson, or yeah, did you say it was specifically the Anderson group? Yes. Had the okay, yeah, she said the Anderson group um, occupied the top couple of floors. So I, I looked on one of them, and it was just some kind of random other company, but I assumed that once we got up to here, it was going to be, you know, relevant to the agency. And have you found anything relevant to the agency? Probably. Uh, there's a receptionist um, inside that that door there, the office, and apparently he just sent an email to his supervisor when the receptionist downstairs let him know that um, there was a light that started flashing downstairs or some kind of alarm, and she told him that it was going off, and then he emailed uh, his supervisor about um, some kind of protocol B one something something um, that seems like some kind of lockdown, like a magical uh, infiltration lockdown. Don't let stuff get seen, kind of thing. Um, so hmm. maybe they know we're here, or they know that magic was used. Well, I don't think we have a lot of time here, so we have to use it wisely, and I don't think we should waste it on a secretary. And if I'm guessing that whoever's most important usually is on the top floor. So maybe we try there. Okay. Um, I'm a little, I'll I'll be honest. I'm a little scared of going in further. Um, But I think if we, if we go in in together, uh, maybe we'll have better luck or at least a better plan. Um, Okay, Chris, I'm going to use my other two holds because I don't want to lose them. I'm going to say... I mean, I'm sure, like, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Like, are there, like, because I know this is, like, a regular-looking office floor, but is there anything that would indicate that us going up higher would be a problem? And then, um, then what's our best way in to the, to the, to the boss's office? <laughs> I want to get, I want to get some of those sensitive docs. You kind of look around keeping your third eye open for a little while longer just to 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 get both a a magical look around as well as a physical one you 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 walk on over and you you kind of poke your head through the stairwell and 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 you and Isaac just kind of walk around together for for just a a moment here uh and one thing you notice is both the top four floors both via elevator and via the stairs appear to require a key card to even enter. So your best way in is to either piggyback off someone or find a key card somehow. How many floors? Every, the, at, the top how many floors? At, every floor above you. Okay. 
God, we're back um, to hunting key cards again. Yeah, this is so payday. Yeah, I was about to, I was about to say, what is this payday? God, we're even in the you stairwell. Said, Chris, you've said stairwell a couple of times, and I've, like, held myself stairwell. back. Stairwell, stairwell. What a, stairwell. What a fucking niche reference to. Yeah. I, I tried to find that video the other day. I couldn't find it. What? Mm. No. It's YouTube poop. It has to be forever. I know it's on there somewhere. I just, I couldn't find it. With my Boolean phrases weren't up to snuff. I'll find it again. Anyway, uh, so it, you, you can't enter any floor other than this one without a, a key card, which wouldn't make sense if they're hiding anything here. It's true. Uh, and through your senses, you do look up and find that they must be hiding something because there is something terribly powerful on the top floor. Kernunos, uh, you were walking with Baron uh, towards his truck when you felt a small wave of nausea, and then Baron just wasn't there. Mm. Um, you look around, it's it, the sight lines are pretty open, and Baron's not exactly a quiet runner, so... <laughs> He's just, this he's is something there. I know about Baron. This is, this is God, <laughs> when he runs, it's oh, like a Baron. duck. <laughs> like slapping, lots of slapping noises. Can't help it. I just it. meant just that he's probably a, 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 a decently beefy man, and so like the, those those feet don't come down quietly. I didn't mean I he's love, got fucking. I love the idea of Baron in <laughs> fucking wolf feet. form making duck noises. Just <laughs> but but. But I do hate this vision of a wolf with duck feet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no. I'll yeah, that's not away. great. <clears throat> that's the next monster, by the way. Oh, uh, uh, no. <laughs> Regular wolf with duck feet. <laughs> that's it. There's no other difference. That's the big bad guy. Nothing else out of the ordinary. <laughs> Whenever it moves, it makes a slap noise that sounds like a thousand feet slapping at one time. Uh, oh, but yeah, God. Uh, Kernunos, moving away from all that, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, Kronunos is going to look around, confused. And jump into the lake. <laughs> and go, <laughs> and then say, oh, gosh, they're gonna, they're gonna tow the car again. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, he doesn't have keys. How much time do we have left on that timer? Um, um we'll say about 15 minutes. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I, I think it doesn't, it didn't take you that long to walk down to, to Paulette and, like, you guys were talking for a while there, but it probably wasn't longer than 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. God. Okay. All I'm thinking uh, about is like four four panels popping up, and then it's like the 24 hour like time. <laughs> it's it's really weird because like in in TTRPGs like this, talking is really the only thing that's real time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like we could go back to the episode and figure out exactly how long it took you to take to Paulette because talking just. Is as long as it would have been. Can't Can't make that any ab- more abstract. Um, and I, Kernus did not see Baron go anywhere. He just felt the wave of nausea, right? Yep, wave of nausea, and then when when it passed, uh, Baron was no longer there. Oh shit. Um, and and Kernus did not see anything with the lake, right? Nope. Right. Okay. Um. <laughs> Ah, fuck me, I don't have any... I have no recourse for this. <laughs> Kernunos is good at, like, talking to things quietly. And he is good at punching. 
without Baron Carnunos is just like you know talk softly, run it us into business, eat hot chip and lie. Like this yeah, this does so. This is Jessica talking, but like this does does bring up an excellent point where because last time Carnunos saw the creature and we thought okay maybe it's just because it's Carnunos, but now this also points out that maybe it's literally just it forces specific people to see them because. Carnunos didn't see anything, even though he had seen the monster before. Yeah, the, and just for clarity's sake, I failed a roll, which is why I didn't see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never um, mind, he's just blind. I, I assume. <laughs> I think you just had me roll weird, or something like that. Yeah, anyway, like that. Um, well, I'm going to try to see if there's any indication whatsoever that Baron has been vamoosed and vanished into thin air, or if there was, like... I don't know. I'm looking for footprints. It's snowy out still, yeah. right? Give me an investigative mystery. Let's put on my detective glasses. Well, it's worth there. There's definitely less snow than there was because it's let's... been above freezing. But like, there's definitely still snow. Oh yeah, yeah you get well, one that's question. okay. Oh lord. Uh, clickety clack. Down the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, brain. My brain's busted. <laughs> I'm guessing the easiest, uh, the most accurate thing is what happened here. Yeah. Um, or where or where did it go, it being barren? Yeah, we both are going to get you essentially the same answer. You look around, and you definitely only see, um, at least logically, uh, one set of footprints next to you. God, that was when he was carrying me. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I set this joke up approximately two and a half minutes ago, and you fell for it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you, you see the two sets of footprints, uh, and and Baron's just stop right where you stopped seeing him. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, there's like the set of footprints that led to the place a little ways off. You didn't take the exact same route, and it's it's all telltale signs. It's it's exactly the way it was with the speed running club members that were no longer in the boat. It's just this instantaneous cessation of their being there. But they came um, back. Yep. We need to go talk to them. Um, I think <laughs> oh, no, please. we have to... What if they've been replaced by Faye or some shit? That's true, uh, yeah. And and oh, as you're, you, you are, you are looking at these footprints, you hear a set of hurried... Uh, <laughs> Furry foot slaps. Isaac. Furry duck slaps. There's a horde of ducks. Uh, no, uh, yes. They're in a hurry. Hurried footsteps. Uh, and as you look up, you see the familiar face of Seema. Hmm. She looks pretty worried and is kind of looking to you for, like, some kind of connection here. She uh, and she gets there a, a little bit out of breath, and she goes, "I am. I, I actually don't think I know your name, um, but you're you're friends with Isaac, right?" Uh, yes, that's right. I'm um, Jerry. Uh, good to meet you, Jerry. Uh, I'm Seema. Um, fr- from what you're looking around, I think maybe we just experienced something similar. I was talking to to, to a woman over there, um, just looking into some stuff that uh, Priyanka told me earlier. And, uh, she's just not there anymore. Well, Seema, we've been trying to keep you all out of this, but it looks like you've been pulled back in. I've also just been talking to someone that vanished mysteriously. Okay, you guys seem to always know some degree of what's up. Do you know what's up in this situation? 
I have absolutely no clue, but I have a few ideas on how to figure it out. Okay, that's more than I've got. And, um, Krunonos is going to try to find, like, a, a copse, a small copse of trees, which I believe this is, is the, the word. I think this is the second time you've used that word in, in this word. podcast. Uh, he's going to guide Seema over to the copse of trees and is going to instruct her to sit in a particular spot, and he is going to sit across from her and place a hand on a tree, and I would like to try to use my ancient magics to forest sense what's what's going on here, where Baron might have been hauled off to. I want to look in a place that I am not currently. Yep. Uh, as we've established before, you can look in a place of someone you have a close connection to, and obviously you're using Seema to some degree to help. Oh, no. I was I was just thinking, like, Kroninus is like, so you need. To, I need you to sit here, and then you have to close your eyes, and no matter what you hear or see... <laughs> You have to keep them closed, or else it isn't going to work. <laughs> and, it, and then you said that it's just nothing. Like, does not need that to be. He just wanted her to, like, be sitting there and not being in the way. That's fair. Uh, I will say this. Uh, Google says it's cops, uh, apparently. Oh, really? Wow. Devastating. I had that wrong all my life. <laughs> oh. No, it's, I remember now. Uh, cops was the word that you had someone correct you on uh, during your bachelor party. Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> 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 it's a persistent problem, apparently. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The In way case, I pronounce this word. You sit down and have Simo quiet, and she, more or less trusting you to at least enough to do something as simple as this, does so, and you you reach out your ancient magics. Uh, give me that used magical. Bada bing, bada boom. That is an eight. Is an eight? What is? Oh, you just get a negative one forward, right? Because your ancient magics uh, are yes. I- immune to things going terribly wrong, but not immune to drawing more energy than they should. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it, inefficient, but stable, we'll call Correct. it. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, I think perfect, because he's used to being able to, like, click his fingers and then do this, and so now it's mm-hmm. like, all right, I actually have to focus on this. All right, yeah. Uh, you reach out to view Baron, and you're, you're concentrating, and it's it's taking more effort than it often does and there's a moment here. It's it's the strangest sensation. There's a moment where you're not sure whether you're viewing Baron at a different place or a different time. You can't tell which you're 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 moving through to view him. And the scene that eventually greets you is a bloody one. There is some snow on the ground, much as there is here. Uh, but the snow is is dyed red. Uh, and it takes you a moment for y- your vision to focus, and you realize uh, you see Baron in full wolf form tearing out the innards of someone beneath him. Um, if that person is still alive, they will not be for long. Uh, and then the vision swims, and you're shaken, and, and you have to pump in a little bit more energy just to keep on. Uh, and you see the entire landscape around them shift, and you see Baron still on top of this woman at the edge of the lake, and you hear screams, not in the vision, but around you. Oh, for God's um, sake. <laughs> and when you open your eyes, Seema's already on her feet, running towards the sound of the screams. Seema, wait! All right, and he gets up and runs after her. That's fair. Uh, yeah, you, you run after her. Uh, she does not even give you the time of, of day when you ask her to wait. Um, and uh, Baron. Yes. Uh, you come back to yourself to some degree. Uh, 
there is the taste of something you you can't remember having ever tasted, but it is disturbingly delicious. And beneath oh. you is, if it not already, what is soon to be the corpse of a woman. Oh, um, I hate this. Uh, in addition to this, you see the waters at the edge of the lake that you realize you're back around, but closer to shore than you had been when you, you entered wherever you were. Um, they're, they're swelling. They, they, they are, they're, it is coming in waves, and it's as though the tide was coming in in a time lapse. Uh, the, the woman is already almost half submerged. You can hear just barely beneath uh, the, the lapping waves the the shallowest breaths coming from her. Uh, and you also hear a lot of screaming and a, a, a semi-familiar voice go, it, hold on, is that the, is the wolf from the campgrounds? Baron, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> As I hear Kunus' distant voice in the back of my head. Uh, yeah, uh, you, 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 you turn your head and you can see Sima is in a battle stance, having retrieved her axe and is standing the closest to you than anyone else. Everyone else has left a wide berth from the situation. Uh, you see a, a, a police officer, uh, the, the one that spoke to you um, from the parking lot, making their way over as quickly as they can. Uh, and you see Kernunus uh, catching up to the situation as well. Although I see Kernunus, I am 100% sprinting away from everything that is happening right now. That's fair. Kernunus, you see as uh, Baron looks around a little wild-eyed and then meets eyes with you for a split second and then just dashes, hugging the lake, making his way as fast away from the crowd as possible. Um, which is pretty quick because wolves are fast, and he's bigger than a regular wolf. He's got um, he's got longer legs. Gotta go fast. The, um, and, and also, I as a as a in game kind of reference um, from the failures that I got last time, I now have preternatural speed, so I go faster <laughs> than normal people. He go fast. Wow. He go, he go fast, so, yeah. fast. So so I went like like yeah. abnormally fast sprinting. That's fair. You do the cloud of dust, Scooby Doo run. <laughs> yeah, like my fear, like teleport almost gone before you can even really react, or anyone else can react, Kerninus. And as you all watch him go, the the, the, the cop kind of runs up and like puts a hand on Sima's shoulder, and Sima kind of brushes it off. Uh, and Sima goes, oh, "Was oh oh God, Miss Schumacher?" Uh, and you look over, and the 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 woman who is in a really bad state is completely submerged and then the tide pulls back harshly and the, the body tumbles into the lake. Kunis sighs and says I can't fucking believe this and just jumps in after it. Oh no! <laughs> no! Oh lord. Oh here we go. As you're diving in uh, you hear Sima go, Jerry, I, this was the woman I was, what? And you are <laughs> under the water. <laughs> Enif, you have just made the discovery of some sort of powerful source of energies above you. Uh, there's, it's not quite as immediate, abrupt as when you tried to find Isaac, but there is 
some amount of muffling of your ability to detect things between each floor, so you can't make out anything about this energy, but it's powerful enough that even through these blocks you can sense it, which says something, considering you can't even sense the people on each floor. Um, Isaac, you, you helped them find the keycard access requirements on the doors, uh, and the two of you have uh, come back together to confer on what your next steps are. There's there's something really powerful up there. I don't want to leave until we at least figure out what's going on. Do you... Okay. Do you think we should call Cornelius and Baron? Um, jump cut to the scene that's taking place over at the lake. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you can we... definitely try to call one of them if you want. <laughs> Gotta put yeah. this phone in rice after all this. <laughs> I, I don't have my phone anymore, so you would have to message them if you wanted to let them know what's going on. It's probably not a bad idea, at least, to tell them where we are. Um, yeah, I think um, I think Enif is going to take out the phone and, like, I think just because we're on a floor that we don't know and people could be listening, I don't think Enif is going to call them. But I think they are going mm-hmm. to text, like, I would say... I would say Baron a message. Well, maybe both of them. You know what? I'm going to text the group chat. I'm going to text the group chat. You got a group chat. I got to text the group chat. I'm going to text the group chat and let them know where we are. Like kind of give them the address or kind of like the general vicinity and say like, I think we found the agency's headquarters. There's something, there's some really powerful magic here. Isaac and I are going to take a closer look, you know? That's fair. And we have a ju- quick jump cut over uh, at the edge of the woods uh, as Baron has made quick uh, time over there. Baron, yeah. you you feel uh, the vibration of a text message somewhere in that undefined space where all of your belongings go when you turn into a wolf. <laughs> this is in his little, yeah, back, his little fur my pockets. My back just randomly vibrates. <laughs> um, Primordial pouch. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Right in the belly. <laughs> Guys, I think we need to make a new group chat without Isaac's phone number in it for now, because now the monster at the bottom of the table is The dragon's like, stop you getting pizza. <laughs> then you, it, it pans down there, the dragon's scrolling Twitter. And that's <laughs> so that's what you're doing. Uh, no, I think I'm still panic uh, sprinting basically away until I'm like... All right. That's like, fair. It, like deep woods area. Baron keeps just keeps running, doesn't look back. Um, we cut right back to the building. Uh, there is no uh, immediate response to your message. Okay. Um, since we've been exploring, have we found like the uh, evidence of anyone on this floor? Uh, I mean, you saw the receptionist. Uh, it would. Uh, I think from your explorations, you found out that all the suites have kind of been combined into one suite on this floor, mm-hmm. uh, and the entrance seems to be through reception. There's like no doors directly to the whatever the office actual like working office space on this floor looks like. Okay. All right. I can't figure out. I mean, hmm. I don't think there's a spell that exists that would allow me to get past a key card <laughs> we might just have to find one yeah hmm it looks like we might 
have to steal one. I'm sure the receptionist probably has one. Do I could try to sneak in um, through the wall and like go behind the desk. Um, there might need to be some kind of distraction. Like you might have to bring him to the front door or something. Destroy another toilet. <laughs> it, Destroy are there are there any toilet. restrooms in here? <laughs> I mean, there's a restroom on every floor. It's true. Yeah. yeah, maybe if you can draw him out and down the hallway, I can go in and try to see if there's a, a key card that we could grab from like the front desk or somewhere nearby. Okay. Hmm. The problem is I don't... I don't know what what our cover story is if we're seen or, you know, I don't know if they expect that people don't go to this floor if they're not part of the agency. Hold on. Chris, you said the the stairwell is blocked off? Uh, The the doors in the stairwell that lead to the the higher floors are. Okay, well, if we get up to the 12th floor, can't Isaac just go through the door and open it from the inside? In theory. Um, Why don't we just do that? <laughs> Why don't we try that? Yeah, let's try that. Let's try that first. Okay. <laughs> we don't have to make it complicated. <laughs> okay, all we right. go up to the 12th floor. Yeah, you, you take the rest of the stairs all the way up to the top floor. Uh, there's like a ladder labeled roof access next to it. Uh, worst gosh, worst comes to worst, we go there. from down from the ceiling. <laughs> and yeah, you walk up to that door, and Isaac, are you just trying to jump through intangible like? Um, can we stop and listen for a sec to see if we think we hear anybody on the other side? Sure, you don't. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, you jump through and find yourself in yet another nearly identical set of halls as every other floor has been a little ways down you see a door that you would assume just from other floors leads to a reception area uh before the office it is also labeled uh anderson investment group uh this one does not have a window in the door it does still have the kind of fogged glass around the door though okay do I see anything immediately on the stairwell door that would make me think that if I open this, some kind of alarm would go off? Uh, no. Okay, I'm gonna open it. You do? You open the door? <laughs> Enif is gonna tuck and roll their way inside. <laughs> I think I think we're good for now. Um, Enif does like a little little sneaky crab walk into the, <laughs> into the 12th floor. Crab walk. Um... Okay, well, I definitely want to... F- do I feel that same energy from before here? Is it, like, is it from this... Do I feel it that it's on this floor, whatever it was I sensed earlier? Yes. Uh, even without specifically reaching out for it, you can definitely feel some kind of power uh, as soon as you enter through that door. Okay. Can I um, sense kind of which... Ha- where it's, is it coming from that whole office area? Without actually, like, doing anything to divine it directly, there's no way of knowing. Okay. It's just sort of a, a general sense of power. Got it. Um. Yeah, then I guess I don't really have any choice here. <laughs> that I think I am going to... I'm going to have to open up my third eye, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me a... Bad situation. Yeah, give me a read about situation again. That is a 14. Yeah, you do get four. 
Um, what is your first question? Um, I'm going to say, because all of these floors seem super fucking suspicious because they all look so basic. So are there any dangers we haven't noticed besides the giant uh, like ball of energy that's somewhere on this floor? You kind of look around specifically and you do find that at several strategic points throughout these hallways, um, they're kind of hidden just behind the walls. Uh, they're not in plain sight. Uh, there are some kind of sensors and the ones closest to you appear to be going off. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, So, um, what's the best way to protect the victims, i.e. us? It's a great question, because you're not... You don't know that you're necessarily currently under threat. Uh, The best way to protect the victims would probably be uh, just from kind of looking around. Well, hold on, let me rephrase that. So, like, when I say protect the victims, as in, like, so we don't get caught. Like how we prevent ourselves oh. from getting caught. Uh, the, the best way, uh, just from the layouts of the floors, would probably be if you just straight up don't want to get caught, would probably be to hide in the bathrooms. That's really the only hiding spot in this area. The bathrooms would probably be your best bet. The bathrooms and not using any more magic. Okay. Then, uh, I think what... Okay, I'm going to say what's the biggest threat and then what's the best way into... And when I say in, like, what's the best way to get to this, like, magical thing that's that's somewhere here? Those are both very good questions. Um, you kind of reach out. Uh, the biggest threat uh, you notice as you're kind of looking around, that massive power source is moving towards you. Okay. Um, and the best way to get to it uh, would probably just be to allow it to come to you. Mm, I don't know if uh, I like that though. It is. It is definitely making its way to you, not at any kind of hurried pace. Uh, it almost seems to be at the pace of an average uh, walk. And then your third eye closes, and you kind of lose sight of it. I think Enif is going to <laughs> grab Isaac by the wrist and like be like, "We have to hide," and go kind of shuffle into the bathroom. <laughs> okay. You drag Isaac, who's just poor guys, so often dragged places. Sorry. <laughs> um, you drag him into the bathroom. Uh, it's just got several stalls, none of which are here to have people. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, this there's a, this really powerful force, and I I sensed it coming towards us. And there's also a bunch of sensors, and I think one was going off. So. They Wait, mo- the thing is moving? Yeah, it it was coming towards us. It was it wasn't fast. It just felt like the same pace as someone walking. But I- do you think it's like something that someone is carrying, like maybe some kind of weapon or anti magic device that they're trying to find the source of the magic and do something with? Mm, good question. Can we like? Can we like literally like peek out of a crack in the door to see if we can see the thing, whatever it is? Yeah, uh, if you you kind of walk over to the bathroom door and carefully as you can crack open the bathroom door, uh, and you are startled to find a besuited body just filling up the crack. 
and you hear a woman say, Enith, Isaac, so nice of you to visit. You should have called. Please, come to my office. Oh, I'm sorry. We haven't met. You may call me Agent Anderson.